Hey, I am back with another episode of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. This is your host, Donaldson. Uh, having another great work week, and I hope you guys are doing the same as well. I told you I'll be doing this every Tuesday will be the drop on the uh, for episodes on this podcast. And, yeah, like I said, I had a good week, a uh, good weekend. Kind of tired because I babysat my nephew the whole weekend, so... Normally, Saturday and Sunday, those are the two days I have off. But when you're babysitting this, you know, children are work. Especially a three-year-old because he was in everything. The only time you got to lay down is when I gave him my iPad. If I started doing something, then he got up right with me. So, you know how that go. But, yeah, I'm just having another great week. Hope you guys are as well. But today, I just kind of want to talk about something that's going on personal with me uh, as I do every episode but this it's me more um talking with my uh walk with god um trying to inquire about him earlier last week about a about this topic for this episode and just simple it was just like the blessings that i'm fighting for um i'm in a season where i don't want to say i am well, I will say I have been especially comparing myself to others, um, comparing what I don't have uh, as opposed to what people, other people have, um, the shortcomings that I've had in my life have been on the forefront of my mind, and ultimately things where I fell short and failed at, that's really what's been mostly consuming my mind as of late, and how I feel so stagnant and not really getting any further in life. I'm not sure if you guys have ever been in that type of situation, if you know where I'm coming from with that. But, um, yeah, that's just been on a really the forefront of my mind and want my ch- situation to change. And, of course, you know, I grew up in church. Uh, you know, you get the sayings, just pray that God will bless you. Pray that, you know, that, uh, God will direct your path. Pray that um, that your situation change, basically. And, of course, all those, that's good advice, good sound advice. But um, through this week, God has been showing me that there's another level to it. Yes, there's more of, like, kind of, you know, the passive blessings, the blessings that God um, gives you because of grace, mercy, you wake up with health and strength. Um still got family members with you, um, things like that, um, kind of like those everyday blessings that we kind of take for granted, but then there's also this, these blessings that, what we want more out of life, the abundance of life that require more work and require more, um, more patience. It just require a all out more understanding of your own situation, the one that you have to actually one um go and inquire God for, but also put you know boots to the ground. Um, so I'm on that right now. It's just like these things that I want. Um. I don't want to say I didn't know that it would require work, but I didn't know they would require so much work um, and what that work ultimately would look like. 
because for me, it was just more, okay, I did the right thing. I, you know, finished school or whatever. I go to church every, every weekend, go to Bible study, read my, you know, read my Bible, pray. And if I did all that, some things would just, you know, fall in my lap, fall out the sky, you know. I would have, you know, that relationship that I wanted, the, uh, being a place financially that I wanted to be in, um, things of that nature. And as I'm coming into my own and coming into my mind and coming into my soul and ultimately my purpose, which I'm still trying to find, find by the way, um, Guy told me like, yo, these things are gonna have to be worked for. These things are gonna have to you gonna have to put some sweat, blood, and tears into it. Uh and it is very it kinda threw me through a loop because I'm like, uh not that I didn't know like you you had to put in to get out, but the amount or the sacrifices that will come with that I don't think I was completely aware of because Again, I just grew up in church, and, you know, if you, you know, church like me is some things that you kind of just take for granted um, and not really, like, give your mind over to. So, yeah, we were kind of living like, oh, yeah, the God will direct your path. Everything will fall into place like like it should and, and things of that na- nature. And sometimes, you know, the word becomes cl- cliche, like, faith without works is dead. We almost say it almost as if it's a cliche. And... God kind of reminded me of two stories in the Bible that kind of is shaping my thought process towards this, my my mind towards this. And it's one, Caleb, uh, in the Bible. And if you don't really know his story, uh, he was when the children of Israel um, left Egypt from out of slavery and they went into a land um, and they went into a, into a land God's promised land for them or was on a journey to go to God's promised land first thing that they did before they even like you know one just went in you know guns are blazing trying to take it over they spied it out and there was 12, 12 spies to to scout out the land, and one of those spies was Caleb, and again, this goes into, I'm not sure of how churchy you guys are, how much church y'all been to, or if you, you know, don't even know the Bible, but the story is, uh, the people were 10 feet tall, they were basically giants to 10 of the 12 spies, and they said so much to Moses, like, yo, they these people are giants. We are nothing but grasshoppers. But it was two, Joshua and Caleb, that was like, nah, this our land is it's good. It got filled with milk and honey, uh, fruits and everything, and we can take this. And it can't be ours. And things happen, you know, whole rundown. Basically, the children of Israel, 40-day journey becomes 40 years. So... During the time, you know, Caleb, you know, he scouts out the land. He actually knows his area that he wants. And 
And just imagine looking for something, looking for something or looking at something that you know that is your blessing. You know that you are supposed to have that great marriage, supposed to have that great job, the children, um, and things like that. And, and be in prosperity, but you got to wait and not only just wait on it, but you can actually wonder in a in a place around it where you you when you actually know it's there. Sometimes you could get a vantage point where you can actually see it, and you just can't touch it. And I can understand that frustration because again, I I know what I well in my mind what I should have. I should have that marriage, that um, the career path, the the prosperity um, towards me. At least that's how I feel. But it feels like I'm just always like right out of reach of it. And it's it's frustrating, it's upsetting, and I'm just kinda going through about my about my day and then ultimately after the you know, days turn into months it's into years, kinda just getting into that fog. I get into that um that stagnant, that complacent, uh, that complacent state, and I think a lot of us have done the same thing. Because again, um, we have hit certain milestones, and we got content with the milestones. And then it's like after we got, after we got to the point where we graduated, um, or we did our military service or whatever it is that you have done, you get to that place of, okay, I've done this, now what? I've done this, so ultimately, ultimately the blessings that I want should be falling into place right about now. It's like, oh yeah, I got the, I did the school, I got the good career, I got money coming in, where's my spouse? And then when you don't, when they don't show up for one, two, three years, you get kind of fidgety. You get, you know, just kind of frustrated just because we're human beings. And the thing about Caleb, for me, that's that sticks out. That sticks out in to me is that at the time where he got ultimately got his blessing, forty years that fast, and it's not the pay, for me. It's not the patience that. Even though that's impressive, dude, wait for something for forty years. If God told you right now, like, hey, yo, you can, you can have that uh, spouse, that marriage that you wanted, but you gonna have to wait forty years on it. And you're like twenty now, Psh, man. That's that's different. But it's the fact that he said, "I am as strong now as I was back back then." So, and. Every time I read this verse and every time I have, you know, had it preached to me, it came across very passive, very, um, yeah, very passive. Like, okay, I've done this, I am owed this, and then, you know, you just, basically it's tr a simple tra transaction. But this time, and if you want to read it for yourself, it's, um, Numbers chapter 14, um, Caleb said something that stuck out to me. He's like, I am just as strong. As in war. So, during the 40 years, you know, Caleb, he was just, he was out there, he was fighting battles with Joshua, you know, swinging the sword, hitting people upside the head, killing people. 
And to keep that same strength, to keep that same fight for a promise that you know that it that is yours, that's to me that's actually impressive. And I'm looking over my life, and I'm just gonna be be real with myself in a moment. Is I don't have that same strength that I once had when I first got saved. I don't have that same um, type of fight. And again, it's just you know being human, being you know being real with yourself. Sometimes we fall short, and for me, I have. Basically, I have just got my mind to the point where every blessing that I that I want, every blessing that I am ultimately going to have is going to be something I fought tooth and nail for. Which kind of, again, for me, it goes, it contradicts kind of what I was told coming up in church. That if you just pray about it, if you just, um, if you just, you know, come to church every Sunday, tired like you're supposed to. Uh, ultimately, it will come come to you. Ultimately, it will um, it will work out in your favor. Which again, it will. But there, I know now there's going to be some sleepless nights that I have, some temptations that I'm going to have to fight off. Um. Some people that I'm just going to have to say no to that I probably really want, you know. I'm warm-blooded male. There's certain young ladies that look good to me, and if they were to approach me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I would definitely love to take you out. There's going to be some times I'm going to have to be like, nah, you're not for me. You're not. Ultimately, I know you're not my spouse, so I'm not even going to entertain you. Now, there's going to be some where, hey, I don't too much know about, and I kind of told God, it's like, okay, if I, if I think there's something there, and I'm going to take them out now. I'm not going to do, you know, anything extra, but at least I'm going to take them out to dinner and get to know them. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just more of, for me, I remember uh, Jacqueline Carr, uh, gospel singer, said it's winning, winning season. For me, it's more fighting season. And now that I know that, what fight I'm in, I'm actually better prepared. I'm, I have a better understanding. And I think that's also a problem with a lot of us. We don't understand where we're at in the moment or what season we're in. Uh, because you don't have to. You actually don't understand God or what he's doing. but And sometimes you don't even understand the situation, but you you do need some kind of understanding to help keep you in place. And again, I was growing up in church and they always say don't question God, but if you look at the Bible, it always says the Bible says seek uh understanding, seek wisdom, seek knowledge. And you can actually go before God and ask questions and get one. It's a relationship just like any other. Like a good way to form a relationship is to sit down in front of somebody, ask them about themselves. We all know we all been through the talking phases. The how many brothers and sisters you have. The um, what do you like to do? What are some of your interests? And for some of us, we are so annoyed with that talking phase that we don't (laughs) 
like you wanna you want the spouse, but you don't even want to date no more. Cause if I had, cause you have to tell another person about yourself or your favorite color, you gonna want to scream, you gonna want to rub your hair out. But for me, when I read this verse, and I looked at it when I seen how aggressive it was, because just as much as it was a reminder. At least, and this is my interpretation of it. You, if you're looking to see something different, that is fine. Uh, I would love for you to reach out to me and kind of tell me what you uh seen in it. But just as much as it was a reminder, I could see it as a threat, because he literally is talking to his people. Like, I am as uh strong in war as I was before. So if you want to play funny with this. If you want to, you know, act like this ain't mine, I go, I go in there and get it. Like either you could give it to me or I can take it. It's one or the other, but it's it's mine. It's my promise. And again, to me, that actually kind of sh- shook me because it showed me the type of conviction that you need to have for these things that these promises that you want that God says you can have. Um. Uh, not to say you you go out of order and and be out of order or anything, but you gotta be willing to fight for. It. Like you want to be married, but you don't know how to communicate. You want to be rich, but you don't know how to manage money. Uh, and that could be a factor of many things. You probably never seen a healthy relationship in your life. Your daddy probably was bad with with money, so you bad with money. Um, every or everybody in your family broke or something like that. Or you know you have an anger problem, but you won't seek out, you know, somebody to talk to, a therapist or something like that. Or even you just want to be delivered, but you don't want to let go of some past trauma or some past hurt. And those things are kind of what the fight looks like. It's not like, you know, again, a physical fight. I ain't telling you to go out there to punch somebody. But it just, for me, that now that I know, like, what type of fight I'm in or what my fight is kind of, going to have to look like because that's the thing uh I'm very much of I kind of need to know some information and and for me sometimes growing up church was the hardest thing because or even just being a kid growing up in the 90s was the hardest thing because you got the because I said so um we, yeah if you grew up where I grew up we got the because I said so mentality Often if we had a question, depending on the context of the question, it could be seen as talking back. Uh, and you could just generally have a wonder, like, you will actually be more inclined to do what your parents were asking you to do if you had a good reason. And I know it sounds funny. I know older people will be like, I shouldn't have to explain myself to a child. I shouldn't have to explain myself. But, and again, this is me with, with my own God. Uh, if I want to know something of God and I pray about it and I entreat God with a sincere curiosity, a sincere uh, wanting to know, I will always get the answer. God has never uh, really hit me with because I said so. If anything, he'd probably be like, just be patient. 
or just wait. But then once, you know, the blessing ultimately happened or the time comes, then I will actually end up getting the knowledge of what what was going on. And for me, church was hard because that was hard because, again, growing up as a kid depressed, I seen things a little bit different from, I guess, a lot of my other peers or anything like that. And I, it came across to me as if, oh, I'm not even worth uh, the conversation. I'm not even worth the the acknowledgement. And I'll be real, that made it very hard. Luckily, I had some people that, one, their, their example is ultimately what helped me stay. Because I seen them. Uh, go through things and I seen them uh, persevere with God it really wasn't to be honest it really wasn't like a word that kept me saved or a word a word that got me to God it was more of the examples of people that I've, I've met or, or I know and yeah for me it's just again I'm coming into the knowledge of what my fight looks like and how I have to battle and and that's my thing. I'm a very chill guy. Like I'm don't, I don't cause no waves. I don't talk bad about nobody. I don't like if you get me mad. That means I gave you every opportunity for the situation to be squashed, and you just kept pressing my hot button. I don't blow up at people like that. But yeah, that's just where I'm at with that. But then the second story, um. That often me gives me comfort. That gives me uh, the validation that I'm that I could fight for my blessing. One is the story of Jacob uh, or Israel, depending on how deep in the Bible you you are. Um, and if you want to know what story I'm coming back from, it's um, Genesis chapter thirty-two in the Bible. If you want to uh, to look it up. But this is Jacob, and long story short, this man sees an angel and has the audacity to wrestle an angel. And not only wrestling, wrestle, because if you ever seen a wrestling match, whether that be like, you know, the collegiate wrestling uh, or the WWE, the, the show of wrestling, you realize like those events aren't really that long. Like, they might be like a 10, 20-minute match or something like that. And you get somebody pinned, one, two, three, done. This man, Jacob, wrestles an angel, not only at night, but until daybreak. So, right now, the sun is getting to be fall, so the sun's coming up a little bit earlier than normal, so it's getting to be coming up around 6.30. Imagine you... Catching somebody at like nine o'clock at night with the sun down, and you wrestle them, and you are wrestling them till six o'clock in the morning. And not only that, you get your thigh broken, but you still don't let go. And the only reason why you don't let go because you know that you could be blessed. This could open up an opportunity for you, or this will open up an opportunity for you. And when I, and now as I'm reading Jacob, it's just, for me, it's 
the audacity of this man. Because not only does he wrestle the angel, but if you read a few chapters earlier, earlier he actually lies, he cheats, he steals um, a blessing from his brother. And for me, like, I don't know, I got this depression mind or whatever, but every little failure, every little thing that I have gotten wrong, it plays over in my head, like, constantly. It could be years later and it just pop up randomly of something I just didn't do right. And then there are types times where I was in church where, hey, I hear the word, I, I'm connecting with the word, but then all of a sudden, this thing that I'm that I have been doing or this thing that I didn't do right, it pops in my head and I it makes me disconnect from the church. It um it makes me not want to engage with the people around my church. I don't want to have conversations because I don't feel right within myself. And to be honest, it has me it had me not ask for certain blessings in my life. Because in a way I'm still trapped in that in that mindset of I'm not worthy or I'm or I've done wrong. So for me it's the fact that he know he knows what he did too. He knows that a better he knows that he did wrong. And in effect he's actually going he's trying to make amends uh with this brother for what he did to him years ago. And for me, it's just the fact of, one, to have the, the audacity to, to fight an angel. But then also the audacity to let go of your past mistakes. To not hold yourself there. To forgive yourself ultimately. Because I'll be real, I wouldn't have did it. If I would have seen that angel, and I, the first thing when it came to mind was like, what I did wrong. And I would not only not try to fight the angel or whatever, I wouldn't even, I would actually get out the way. I would leave the whole situation. And this kind of taught me that, okay, a part of this fight, one, is going to look like self-forgiveness on my end to forgive myself and not be so hard on myself, but also to know that this is also going to take time. This is not something that, okay, I realize this and next week I'm going to be blessed with a new job, new house, and a wife. I'm not going to come up here on the podcast like, hey, hey y'all, I know it's only been a week, but all these things have happened. You know, you know how testimony service used to be. Somebody just got saved and then all of a sudden they came back the next week and they had things you were praying years for. It's not going to be that type of thing, but... <laughs> It's going to be um, a, a slow, methodical, patient process. I am going to fall short along the way. Um, some hurt will ultimately happen to me, but God uses hurt in a way to build you up. I'm not sure if you're into going to the gym or have ever had a personal trainer. Um uh, or actually see a bodybuilder. The body is actually self-explanatory. They break down their muscles 
in order for them to build up stronger uh, later on. So that way, when it comes time for the competition, come time to show the progress of the work, you can actually see the results of all their hard training. Um, but yeah, I'm just more of in this space of I am blessed and I'm going to be blessed, but and so are you. But it is going to be more of this fight that we're going to have to get into. It's going to it's going to look very strange because these times are different from our parents or grandparents time. It's going to um, be the fact that it's not going to come easy to us. And. And it's at least for me, a lot of these blessings that I want are not just going to come easy to me. Um. My mom told me this a long time ago, but I never really knew what she meant. She told me that um, I am not an easy person. And I kind of thought, you know, because it was, came up in a in an effect of relationship. So I kind of thought she was talking sexually, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, But in terms of in terms of the call that's over my life, it's not going to be easy. So the people that will be connected to me in the way of having a wife and kids, they will, by me going through things, by proxy, they will go through things. And for me, that's actually a hard pill to swallow because for me, I am, again, a loner uh, in certain aspects. I'm very independent. If I could take on the, all the burdens of my household, I absolutely will, and I will take it and not say a word about it. I will take it and hold it as best as I can, which ultimately is the duties of a man, but at the same time, if you're looking to be married, you're you going to have to share some of that burden with the person that's next to you. It's no sense of you going to... Going to uh, sleep with a heavy head and a person's next to you sleeping light because ultimately you're going to have resentment for that person after a while. And then you're going to shy away and not want to be, be with that person. But now I'm learning that, okay, I need to open up myself more. I need to share more. I need to be more expressive, which is, again, a big part of this podcast and why I'm doing it. And I'd just like to thank you guys for your listenership. I know you don't have to. Listen to me. There's plenty of better speakers. More entertaining speakers. Than I am. But. The fact that you guys are actually. Giving me. Your time. Giving me your listenership. Um, actually downloading. Uh, apps that you don't have to listen. Um, says. It's very big to me. Um, makes me feel like I'm not just one speaking it to avoid, but there's some connection that goes on here. And again, so getting back to the the fight that I'm gonna have to get into for these blessings that I want and ultimately will have, I just now am knowing of what it's gonna look like, what I need to do, and how effective I need to be. Um, in it, cause I don't think I actually like I 
knew what I I knew what I had to do, but I didn't know how to do it. If that makes what if that makes sense, and I think a lot of us are kind of in that. We got like half the picture frame. We know we know where we want to be, but we don't know how to get there. Basically, is what I'm saying. And now I'm just learning of I'm learning that how to get there. Because again, uh, I know I have a lot of love. I know I love genuinely, but I don't have the spouse. And through previous relationships, I understand uh, the things that I were I was doing wrong. Like for me to. Biggest thing was faithfulness. As long as I wasn't cheating, we were good. And even though I wasn't cheating, there was times where I wasn't emotionally there or mentally there or mentally engaged. If you if you get what I'm saying. And it's just now, okay, now I know faithfulness. I know how to be faithful to somebody, but do I know how to be mentally and spiritually engaged for that person? And... I'm learning. I'm learning what you know what that ultimately will look like, and that looks different for each young lady because every young lady is different. We call them now love languages. You gotta know how to love somebody the way they want to be loved and receive it. That's just kind of an example that uh, that I'm seeing, but yeah. But as I go on with this day, and you guys go on with yours, I'm just hoping that you're blessed. I'm hoping that again that you kind of feel where I'm coming from. If you have like any kind of examples or something that may help me out, I encourage you to reach out to me. Um, I am on social media platforms, uh, Twitter and and TikTok. Uh, TikTok is I kind of let my goofy side out there, um, but TikTok and Twitter is wholesome black, and that's wholesome like the podcast name, but black is spelled B L A K. I didn't get it in time for <laughs> to have the CK. So, wholesome black on both of those platforms if you wanted to reach out to me. But again, I'm hoping you guys will have a blessed day that you will love, learn, um, have a good laugh in this day or whatever it may be. And I see you guys next week.